This is the MDRT Podcast. Have you ever had a staff member who was particularly sensitive or one that had different expectations from you? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters... Leanne Bull from Bundaberg, Queensland, Australia. David Mazuris from Whitehorse, Yukon, Canada. Bresha Hicksville, New York, USA. Shared how they handled these challenging experiences in their practices. This happened to us at the beginning of this year. And we hired a new person for admin in the office. She just joined us and I'm used to my old way of functioning with my existing staff wherein I just let them know what I feel like. I don't really have to kind of mince my words. One of the staff persons is my spouse, so it becomes a little easier. She understands when I'm upset with something. This new lady who came in, she was sensitive and I didn't realize it. And one day she made a mistake and the way I responded to her, she was almost in tears. And it took a bit of time to kind of talk to her, to convince her and for her to understand my spouse had to speak with her. So that was a hard lesson learned in understanding that everyone doesn't take the criticism or the feedback in the same way and you really need to understand your staff or your team in order to be able to be able to handle them and bring the best out of them. I found, I guess, the biggest lesson I've had to learn is trying to bring on a potential successor who happened to be a extended family member and uh, found that the biggest flaw that evidenced itself after the fact was I didn't manage his expectations properly. And so managing expectations became almost as important as, as his performance uh, as far as trying to sort of fit him in. And in the end, it blew up because his expectations and my expectations were planets apart. So what happened exactly? What was he expecting and how did that differ from the reality? Well, my expectations were he was engaged and he would uh, do the work and he would do the learning. And he thought I would just hand it to him and give him a silver spoon. And over time, when he wasn't producing, I called him on it and he said, well, if that's how you're going to be, then I'm out. And in hindsight, that was fine, but uh, it still was very painful. Employing people over 33 years, there's lots of different answers I could give to this question. But probably what I would like to say is more recently, I had a situation where a millennial type person who came on board and I trained him through didn't have the pathway really clearly spelt out. So he came to me one day and said to me that I wouldn't be able to pay him the money that he's going to want. So he's going to need to move on to Canberra where his wife can get a better job. And he'd made up his mind by that time without ever even finding out the amount of money I would pay him. I mean, he was my prodigy and he was my first-hand um, trainer. I'd never limited his income. I had always asked him what was he thinking that he wanted to be paid to do what he was doing because he's still in training mode. He set the target and the amount I agreed to pay to it. But what I didn't realise is that I had to help him understand that he was worth more than that because in his mind, he decided that I wouldn't pay even though he never asked me what he thinks he needed to have. So he felt he needed to go on to a corporate role to be in a position to do that. That was probably a, a steep uh, learning lesson because I had invested a lot of time in him. He was uh, very quick to learn. He did complicate some things and make them overcomplicated, but he had a lot of strengths and he's one of the people who I have employed and isn't still with me that I do miss. I haven't had a big turnover of staff. I've had a lot of staff stick, 
or stay until they retired. However, he's one that I do regret losing. What would you have done differently? I think I should have realised that he needed Jack's plan of how he could progress to where he wanted to go. He needed to see it visually and it needed to be a lot more organised, not just make yourself invaluable and I'm never going to not pay you what you need to be paid. I'm paid him what he asked for and a bit more. So I didn't think that pay was his issue, if you know what I mean, and yet that was his issue. So... I didn't realise that that would be his issue because I not only paid him what he asked for, I paid him more than what he asked for. So I thought that I was doing the right thing there. But obviously I wasn't giving him the dream as in the sense of how can I step up to where I want to go. And he never told me that's where he wanted to go. But it's my job to get that out of him, not his job to to give that to me, if you know what I mean. So I suppose I would have managed it better. I kind of, having never worked for anyone in my life before, um, I've basically always been self-employed. I don't kind of sometimes understand how employees need that vision from their employer rather than basically kind of like going, well, this is what I want and how do I get there? So instead of... Kind of a clear track. Yeah. Look, we did have planning meetings. We had all sorts of things. There was heaps of opportunities for him to kind of like indicate what he wanted. And I never said no to anything he wanted. But what I didn't do is give him a visualization past what he thought was there. So he had his ideas of what was available and they were below what really is available. So I didn't help him understand that more was available than what. So almost a vision casting of runway, is that what you mean? Yeah, like I I didn't realise that he wouldn't realise that whatever he wanted was available. I mean, like our our industry is, like we've got a wait um, list of clients a kilometre long. Like we've got everything you could possibly have to be able to achieve everything you want to achieve. I didn't realise that he couldn't see that, that I thought that I was meeting his needs by giving him what he asked for and more, not by helping him realise he was able to achieve more than what he thought he could achieve in our business. So I had to give him that vision. If I may ask both of you all the question that how would you prevent this from being over-promising? Because I have often seen that general agents and people who are hiring, they just go all out talking about that sky is the limit and everyone can earn whatever they want. How do you set a proper responsibilities, duties, expectations versus the promise of a future. I mean, Dave, I would start with you because you had that kind of experience and then Leanne, you could add to that. I think it's difficult. I think from what I've heard from you, I think what you did was the right thing, not saying no, giving a vision. But I think after a certain period of time of getting his feet under him, I think that's the difficulty that I had too. You have to let them find their feet and then you have to sort of show them how much more runway they can do. And missing out on the, you can't tell them what the runway is until they have their feet under them. So I think it's that delicate balance of trying to sort of figure out when that is because you can't overpromise until they show capability and capacity and competence. But once they do, then and it's beginning to sort of add that extra and cast vision and longer range future. Yeah, he definitely needed more micromanaging and he was probably one of the ones that suffered a bit more from Karen going to Brisbane and it's not having that immediate manager. Whereas I, because my senior girl, her husband got transferred to Brisbane. So rather than losing her, I opened new offices in Brisbane and said, okay, fine, we'll just open an office in Brisbane. That's 400 kilometres away so that I retained her. But I retained her 
However, what I didn't retain was her presence in the Bundaberg office, which took us a little bit of time to work out how to have her not there and yet still there, if you know what I mean. Look, right now it's been the perfect solution. She comes to Bundaberg and works in Bundaberg one week a month. Her parents still live in Bundaberg, so it suits her. She plans it around their birthdays, their Mother's Day, all those types of things, so she's got control of that. So she's in Bundaberg one week a month, sorry. She's in Brisbane three weeks a month, and it suits her to do that. And we now got four or five staff in Brisbane. So it's now very much balanced. We've got our systems all set up so that she, she can get on the TV and talk to them like she's in the same room. We've got the phone set up. Everything's set up now, but the initial movement, and it happened to be about the same kind of time. And look, I had one other instance where a very long-term employee that I thought was loyal and dedicated, who I'd um, rewarded extremely well, stole from me. Um, I don't really want to talk about that because that's very, very painful. It's a very negative thing to have some somebody do that and the ripple effect we we're talking about upstairs there of how one bad employee can create all sorts of chaos so you've got to be really careful attitude 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 and if the attitude starts to stink you've either got to nip it in the bud or you've got to pretty much eliminate that person out of the business because a rotten apple turns the good box and we've got a great team a, a fabulous team but even a great team can be pressured and sucked into other people's stories when they're not telling the truth and they're also they're telling not telling the truth to cover up their theft is there a question you would ask if the situation presents itself again to have a different outcome i would say that uh, it really needs you to kind of just not be in the constant entrepreneur growth client mindset when you're working with employees you also need to be in the business owner organizational mindset and uh, a ceo mindset if you may say that and i think that's what we've adopted in the last several months if i had recognized that everyone does not think in the same way about the way they make errors or about the way they deal with something then i think it would have been a better job maybe also at the time of hiring a bit more of uh, assessment of a person's personality would have kind of added which we did in the second person that we hired after that lady left um, which was not due to this incident which was due to something else she was getting higher salary somewhere else but uh, in the second person we assessed her and therefore i know how to deal with her so i think that's the lesson learned and that's what i think i would like to do better and did better in the second case I think you understand the opportunity you were giving him and you seen it as a great opportunity but he seen it as doing you a favor to some degree or something like that who knows what he seen it as I'm not sure but sometimes they come at it with completely different two people can be looking at the same circumstances and with a completely different idea about the same situation um and I think that's kind of one of the difficulties with some staff but look you know without them I mean the, the great staff is worth their weight in gold and I'm happen to have some of the best staff I went Bundaberg flooded and one of my staff takes 40 minutes to drive to work during the flood most of my staff was over north which meant they couldn't get to work they had no power had no electricity no gas no roads to drive on anything like that my other staff member drove an hour and a half and still got to work at 7:30 in the morning to help me during the floods because other staff couldn't get there. So some people will go out of their way beyond any sensibility and capability. They're worth their weight in gold and that's why if you ever get a good one, you don't let them just move to Brisbane and take a job as someone else, you open an office. <laughs> 
That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.